Well, here we are, guys. How you doing? Good. Great. Everybody hear me okay? So, uh, hey, guys, yep. this is Jim Gast, and you are joining us today on No Law From Left Behind. And so here on No Law From Left Behind, uh, we've got three things that are really important to us. And it's to help law firms become more competitive, their attorneys and their staff more productive, and ultimately to help you get more clients. And so that's our goal on No Law From Left Behind. And so each week, me and Dave down here, uh, we're not, Vinny, Vinny's not here today, but we come to you each week, uh, 1030 Eastern on Tuesdays to bring topics and guests talking about uh, business strategies, technology, cybersecurity, uh, so on and so forth. Everything that helps you in your law firm uh, grow that law firm to achieve those goals. So, Dave, how you doing? Not bad. Can't complain at all. Yeah, we're joined today by a couple of guys. Guys, we'll get to you in just a second. Real quick, Dave, we've got a lot of archives for people. How do they get to those? All right. So we'll see if I can point in the right direction. Yeah. We're going to go right over there, up in that top right corner. Help us out, Rob. We'll see a little right. QR code. QR code, right? And, there you uh, go. Point your phone at that and just use your camera. Almost all new ca almost all new phones will just take care of it for you. It'll show you all the different platforms that our archives are available on. And so whether you're listening to things on Spotify, iTunes, Pandora, there's so many of them. Whatever is your preference, you get to it through that link. Don't forget Audible. A lot of Audible. people, a lot of people go to Audible, believe it or not. So Audible.com, we're actually on Audible.com. These are really hard to get on. And so we've got our, our archives for the last year on there. There's lots of material to listen to. If you're thinking about something for your law firm, if you're considering some, some business strategy or some technology, or you're trying to overcome some obstacle, go check out our archives. There's lots there. And you know, in addition to that, uh, Dave, I've got the, uh, the LinkedIn group on No Law From Left Behind. Um, the LinkedIn group called No Law Firm Left Behind. Dave, you got it. One day you got to sing that that uh, link. Someday, as soon as someone sends in a thing, so LinkedIn.com slash group. Their version of it. I'll do a version live. You got You got to do a jingle with our LinkedIn group tag, right? So it's uh, you know, I wish I could give you a pretty link. Unfortunately, I can't give you a pretty link. LinkedIn doesn't allow them. But uh, you know what, Dave? On the QR code site, actually, when they go to the site, there's a link uh, that'll go right to it. So if you don't remember that uh, that funky number at the end of our LinkedIn link, uh, go to the QR code and it'll get that get you there. So. Uh, real quick, we're joined this week by uh, by Brian Schofield and uh, and Rob Andrus. Hey guys, how you doing? Good, good. Yep. Yeah, doing good. Rob, yeah. you are the CEO, sorry, COO of uh, Dressman, Benzinger, Lavelle. The friendly, Brian we call is. that DBL at our hearts, right? That Brian. Is. That, that I'm sorry, that's what I meant, Brian. I did that <laughs> earlier today too, didn't I? <laughs> Brian, you are the COO. That guy, that guy down there is the COO of that law firm, right? So, and Rob, you're the IT director. I am. Yeah. Better or worse. Guys, tell me, Brian, tell me a little bit about you, how long you've been at the firm, what you're doing there at the firm. So I've been here at DBL for uh, going on six years. Uh, prior to that, worked with another firm for about 13 years. So I've been with law firms all together close to 20 years. Uh, this is actually my uh, third industry and second career. So <laughs> went from uh, retail management into doing accounting for paging companies, which uh, that's not really a thing anymore. Uh, but the, way the, 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 the way the buggy whip, right? 
Yeah, yeah. I, I think there are still some pagers floating around out there, but uh, they're few and far between. You know what? They're still really popular with doctors, believe it or not. Still mm -hmm. very popular. Now there's secure paging now. Mm -hmm. So, Rob, tell us a little bit about you. How long you've been at DBL? Uh, sure. Yeah, I've, uh, I've been at DBL. Uh, this is being my I'm heading into my ninth year, about eight and a half years. Um, yeah, it's gone pretty fast. I've been an IT professional for about fifteen. I've worked in uh, airport concessions, e-commerce. Um, I've done some of your guys do running all over the city, taking care of different clients. Uh, before I settled in uh, into my role at DBL, I also have led many previous lives, including a home inspector and insurance salesman. So I've, I've done a lot of things. A lot of hats. A lot of hats. Mm. You muted, Jim. I gotta unmute. <laughs> this is not going well already, guys. You see, you guys were nervous, and I'm the one messing up. No, uh, and, and in all seriousness, guys, don't feel bad. I was a I was a chemist before I did this, and before I was a chemist, I was a painter, right? I and took so, out a lawyer before I did this. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> we won't hold that against you, Dave. We, yeah, we try not to hold that against you, Dave. I know. I I, I got to use the phrase the other day. It's one that Jim and I have been using for years. I consider myself a recovering lawyer at this point. Recovering. Um, so. Dave State and Dave still practices law, actually. I do. I still keep an active license and I practice in the area of cybersecurity and data privacy. But what we're here today to do is talk about how we're going to help, you know, what, what other law firms are doing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the big deal today, guys, is we want to give impart some great information to other law firms, right? Um, and by the way, Dave, would you kind of keep an eye on the chat just in case uh, we get mm -hmm. some questions like we did last week? Absolutely. And so, um, and so you know, Rob and, and Brian hold a wealth of information, a wealth of knowledge, a wealth of experience uh, in, in their heads, right? And so uh, we want to share that today, guys. We want to bring that out of you a little bit about, about what you've been through. You know, the topic is, is pretty, pretty straightforward. I mean, you guys, uh, like I said, the title of the show is DBL, uh, DBL Law Exits Pandemic with Big Move in Store, right? Well, you know, there's, there's kind of an inherent statement in that. There was a pandemic. We all know that. It's still going on. Uh, and so, Rob, if you don't mind, you know, let's get right to it. From from a COO's perspective, and, and by the way, you're the first COO we've had on the show. So this will be a really interesting perspective for us. Obviously, from an operations perspective, or maybe you wear some more hats, right? What would you say was the biggest and most difficult battle you had to keep the firm functional during the pandemic in your role? You know, there were really three, uh, three kind of parts to it, and I'm, I'm going to narrow it down, but... Uh, the first thing coming out and coming into it was how are we going to make everybody work remotely? And thank heavens we had Rob because he and his team did a fantastic job within a week. Everybody's ready to go. Um, you know, so that, that, that was a big concern, big check mark off the list. Uh, the next one was just keeping everybody involved, uh, keeping everyone communicating with each other because, uh, you know, we're a very collaborative firm. We're used to walking down the hall and talking to each other. And so getting people common to, uh, you know, accustomed to picking up the phone, you're going to have to call people at home. You're going to have to set up Zoom meetings. Um, and, and we worked really hard at that and people got got used to that. and were able to keep things going. Um, also, just, uh, you know, benefit for us was our wide variety of law that we practice. So, you know, during a pandemic, some things quiet down when the courthouses are not in session, you don't, you're not going to court to try cases. 
but there's a lot of other things that got busy. So we were able to right. shift gears and move people around where, where the work was. Um, so that was the big thing. And then now we're in that phase of how do we have people come back in safely? Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. so those are really the three things. The biggest one, though, the biggest challenge had to be keeping everybody connected while we were all working remotely. Isn't that funny that it it wasn't really even the technology and Rob, I'm sure that I'm sure that the technology was a huge challenge for you. It's really your area of focus. Right. But I mean, you knew that you had that guy right there. OK. Uh, and, and crew. Right. I don't want to discount anyone, by the way. Um, but isn't it funny that uh, it, you were you were just as concerned about keeping people connected and working together as you were technically working. Right. I, isn't that, I, I hear that consistently. You guys feel the same? Oh, yeah. yeah. I would think so. Yeah. Yeah. I, you, like you said, you walk down the hall and and people see each other, they interact. And, well, that's gone, you know? And so, uh, Rob, tell us a little bit about your battles. I mean, that was part of the battle, right? How You had to technically keep people connected, keep them functioning, right? But, you know, what do, what do you have battle scars from on this one? Well, you know, um, it having to uh, bear the responsibility of a hundred of your closest mm -hmm. friends needing, you know, requiring requiring some tools to work, and you, you need to be the one that gives them those tools is no small responsibility. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm glad that it was a it was a check we were able to check for Brian. It was pretty intense for me and my team. And I've I've been I, I'm very blessed to have two really competent uh, people uh, working under me at DBL Law. Um, yeah. Uh, they both knew exactly. Call them out, um, man. Call them out, dude. Call yeah, them out. Uh, yeah, Brad, uh, Peggy Kester and, and Brad Benji are the two on my crew, and um, you know, with uh, with very little direction and finger pointing from me, uh, they're competent enough to run with the task that I needed them to run with. Um, you know, where where I lost sleep was uh, just trying to procure equipment. I mean, you know, we got in the mid March last year, and uh, everything went nuts. We we had our I had I had proactively placed an order for some refurbished machines. Uh, that's the same Thursday that, that both uh, the Kentucky and Ohio governors uh, decided to close schools and uh, in all the commotion, our order got lost. Um, so I had to scramble and find that, 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 uh, that hardware locally, which was, uh, you know, sometimes it's better to be lucky than good, you know, and I was able to get a hold of that stuff. And, uh, you know, me and my team working around the clock were able to get it deployed in an incredibly short amount of time, really four days. We went, from having 60% of our workforce never having worked remotely before to uh, being able to push every last one of them out the door. Uh, Isn't it amazing? And so, yeah, and the VPN held, and we got mm -hmm. we got through it, and we became a we became a remote work law firm from yeah. you know in a single week. So Rob, one thing that you know I think maybe you can kind of speak to, <laughs> you're fortunate as well to be in a firm where for the last you know, several years, if not the entirety of your time there, you've been able to look at them and say, guys, I need this stuff. I Great need partnership there. I need this platform. And they didn't nickel and dime you out of everything. I mean, it, it gave you the ability to pull this off. Yes. I, I've said that many times that I, I've been fortunate to, uh, to have a lot of trust from the partnership. Uh, they've, um, they've always, uh, you know, followed my lead and, and uh, taken my recommendations to heart and, um, you know, uh, frankly opened up their pocketbooks when, mm -hmm. when I've needed them to. And 
our focus, uh, you know, over the previous three years on uh, compliance and security really supported that that effort that we didn't know was coming because, uh, we, you know, when you're talking about security and compliance, you're talking about things like an SSL VPN. You're talking about things like, you know, BitLocker and, and having, you know, certain policies in place for BYOD and, you know, the list goes on and on. Uh, if if we hadn't been focusing on those things for the, the previous three years, uh, we would have been in a much worse spot. Yep. So, so so let me let me add to that, uh, kind of stack onto that. Brian, in your role, um, are are you the one at your firm that goes to bat for Brian's group to 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 help him yeah. accomplish the job that he needs to accomplish? Yeah. So uh, you know, Rob and I have a, a, a great partnership on there. He identifies things and and both I and the partners know he is uh, cost conscious. Yeah. Um, so he's not asking for outrageous things that, that you know, we're all uh, scratching our heads on. That they're always uh, the right solution. Um, and I know he's vetted a number of different ideas before he makes a suggestion to us. Um, but, uh, you know, my, myself and, and all the partners here understand that uh, as we move forward, IT is going to be a bigger and bigger spend every year. Mm-hmm. And the firms that don't understand that and aren't willing to do that are going to be missing out uh in the future so they're going to be left behind maybe yeah 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 I like that. Firm. go ahead dave no i like that he said they're going to be, they'll be left behind and we don't want that we don't no, we want no. no left behind yeah all right mm-hmm. shh, shh, shh. <laughs> nice nice one dave nice plug no brian let me let me ask you i mean do you do you really feel they view technology and insecurity and and strategy things like that as investments rather than expenses um yeah yeah i think they do to stay competitive yeah you have to do that to stay competitive um you know yes it is an expense and a growing expense line every year uh you know (laughs) just like personnel costs and insurance costs go up every year our it spend goes up our marketing spend goes up uh but those are the things you have to do to stay viable and stay competitive in this market and to show your clients and potential clients that you're sophisticated enough to do the kind of work that they want. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, that actually is a good segue into, uh, into the next kind of section of what we're talking about, right? The show is you came out of a pandemic uh, facing a big move, right? Rob, do you want to, uh, Rob or Brian, which one do you guys want to kind of step up? Well, maybe it's your your part, Brian. Tell us a little bit about what's going to happen. Um, and, and let's let's not ignore the fact that we're not out of the pandemic 100%. Even, even you know, what's the uh, the, the doctor that everybody's listening to uh, starts with an F? Fauci. Yeah. Even he said we're going to be wearing masks probably yesterday, I think, into 2022. You know, so, so Brian, what's going on about that? Uh, so we had planned, uh, we, we've basically outgrown our space. Um, so we were looking at a number of different ways to move and we had some consultants help us, uh, to identify the right, uh, spot for us. And we, uh, eventually focused on a, a historical site in downtown Covington. Um, uh, we felt like that site and being down in the central business district was going to help our business, uh, get us connected with more, uh, access to more clients and more opportunities to run into people at restaurants. Um, and so these decisions were kind of made before we went into the pandemic. 
Uh, so the, the, the ball was already rolling. So we didn't really have any choice but to just keep going with it. Um, yeah. and, and there's been some, you know, some pauses on what we could do. And, and it's definitely made uh, just looking at floor plans and things like that a little more challenging because we're having to put it up on a screen and everyone's sitting in a separate room to look at it. You can't go up and point at what you're talking about. Um, <clears throat> but it's been very exciting. Um, and it's, it's kind of changed how we were looking at things, too. Uh, again, we're very collaborative. We like having everybody in the office and talking to each other. Uh, but we were looking at the modern workplace and, you know, there's been a lot of talk about hoteling space where, you know, you don't have an assigned space. You just come in that day, you check in, you're assigned a spot to go sit down with your laptop and do work when you're in the office. Um, and with the pandemic, we kind of had to uh, look at that and nobody wanted that kind of thing anymore. Uh, nobody wants to share a space with somebody else. They want their own space. They don't have to worry about who was sitting here, you know, yesterday. Um, so, so we went back to the original plan where uh, it's going to be a full office and, and everybody's going to have their own space in there, um, which is a little contrary to what uh, you know I'm hearing in kind of the, the real estate market. Uh, but we decided that's what's best for our firm and ultimately what's best for our clients uh, so that we're all there to collaborate together. So that's kind of interesting that COVID, uh, you would think, like like you said, it's contrary to what you hear in the mentality right now is that we don't want to work from the office. We want a hotel, We you know, uh, telecommute, if you will, right? You can't, Or hoteling at that place. I did a stint at Booz Allen Hamilton as a, uh, as a consultant. And I would say that they've got, like where I was in Washington, they had, you know, five or six floors and it's a big building one whole floor was dedicated to meeting space for, for, for um, telecommuting. Right. And one, another whole floor was just, um, you know, temporary, temporary cubicles, if you will, um, or temporary offices, depending on your need or your, or your seniority or level or whatever. And so it, it would seem to me that coming out of COVID that the mentality would be, that's a great idea for a firm, but your culture dictated otherwise is what you're saying. Yes, very much. Um, you know, we uh, the new space is, is going to be exciting. There's going to be a lot more uh, conference room space, a lot more collaboration space yeah. in there. Uh, but we're keeping with the idea that everybody's got their own personal workspace, uh, whether it's an office or a cube or whatever that is, um, that they, you know, everybody knows where everybody's at. So when you're right. walking down the hall to see someone, you know exactly where to go. Uh, it also gave us a, an opportunity to redesign the space so the people who work together the most are grouped together uh, in our current space. We were missing that. Nah, you know, I've always said culture is king, right? Culture, culture is really what runs a company, you know, and in the ones that don't aren't driven by that culture, you know, they have, they have difficult, challenging times with their staff, I'm sure. So, well, Rob, uh, so, so coming to you on this, right? Brian has got the, the making things work role here, right? So tell us a little bit about what you're, how you're going to play, what role you're going to play and some of the challenges that, that you're going to face with the move and how they might've been sculpted by COVID or not. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how much COVID sculpts that particular uh, strategy. Um, you know, we, we knew we were going to be moving, uh, you know, prior to last year. Um, we, we, I mean, there is some strategy around that. We have some aging equipment that we got third party warranties on so that, 
you know, we can continue to let that age and we can try to install as much brand new equipment into the new space as possible. Um, you know, leave, leave a lot of that stuff behind. Um, you know, I think we'll also probably change, you know, our VoIP system, uh, uh, a lot of stuff, a lot of things. And we're, we're going to take a close look at everything. Uh, we got, you guys are going to help us with that, thankfully. And uh, that's not all on me. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, you know, so uh, that, you know, that's where, that's kind of where we're at right now. You know, we're looking at a, an, an October move. We're, um, you know, ho I, we're still hoping to meet that. And uh, so right now uh, we're getting started on um, doing some intense evaluation and cost benefit analysis on different systems. Uh, we're trying to take a white room approach since uh, we, we financially, you know, have the ability to leave that stuff behind because it's all aged and appreciated. So, uh, you know, we'll look at, we'll look at everything from, a hundred percent hosted to a hundred percent on prem, and probably end up somewhere uh, on that spectrum with uh, some stuff on site and some stuff off. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you both, um, and, and this really is to both you guys: it, the work from home concept, right? Work from anywhere is that playing a lot into the mentality of the decisions that are being made for the new for the move? I mean, I can take this one. I you know I I don't believe that it that it is aside from the fact that we've sort of accepted the fact that we're just going to own more equipment than we used to. Um, hmm. Because, you know, we, uh, we have been providing work from home kits uh, to um, you know, really pretty much any of our, our people that, that, you know, are billable people. So um, hmm. rather, rather than every, you know, every desk, every seat, having two monitors and a keyboard and a mouse and a desktop or a laptop. Um, now every seat has all of that, plus two monitors and another dock at home. Mm. Um, and, uh, you know, so that it's more for us to manage. It's more asset management. You know, maybe some of that aged equipment is what we decided to deploy to people's homes if they need it, if they don't have their own stuff. Mm. So mm -hmm. um, those are really, those are the new questions you have to answer that we never would have, you know, thought that we would have, have had to. Right. Uh, Brian, are those, are those kind of conversations coming up in the, in the, in the uh, boardroom, in the meeting rooms about the move. Hey, you know, people want to work from home. People don't want to work from home. Are we going to accept this as an enduring culture for us? Are those conversations being had? You know, it's, it's funny. I would have expected that. Uh, but again, uh, when I think back on our culture and just how we work here, uh, the question that ended up coming up is, is not such a surprise. And it's everyone saying, when are we all going to be able to come back into the office? We're tired of working at home. I'm tired of having my kids with me while I'm working. I'm tired of taking the dog out while I'm working. Uh, I'm tired of all these distractions in my house while I'm trying to work. Um, so I think that's that's been the bigger question from, from everyone is when do we all get to come back? Wow. Um, and so I think that everyone enjoys working the flexibility of being able to work from home. Uh, but I think now that everybody has been working from home, they're finding there's there's challenges to that, too, um, that depending on their situation. I mean, mine's a little different. I'm an empty nester now, so I don't have nearly as many distractions at home when I'm working there, uh, other than it's convenient to go up to the kitchen and, and make a snack every five minutes. Uh, but there's not those other distractions for me. But other people that have you know, a house full of kids or or maybe they've got parents living there, things like that. It's, it's really tough to stay focused on work. So a lot of people are just anxious to come back. Yeah, I am. Cause I'm a full nester. 
I've got three, <laughs> three elementary school age children, uh, and they're you know they're not they're not here this week, uh, so I can get a lot done. But you know they they've been it's one one coming back home on a contact tracing, you know quarantine or one of them you know we've had some positive COVID tests in my house and snow uh, days don't forget yeah, snow days no, no yeah snow days just last week and um, so it yeah it is it is a much bigger challenge um, you know right now it's all I have to do is worry about. Every time someone walks their dog by, my dogs bark. But uh, you know that's not so bad when it's trying to trying to educate three children and uh, and work a full work day. So yeah, I empathize. Yeah, everybody thought it was a panacea, didn't they? You know, hey, I'd love to. Oh, it's got to be great working from home. I'd love to work from home. And don't get me wrong, it has its advantages, right? Um, but once you know, when I'm working right now. And the Amazon guy comes and I'm really into something that's accounting or financial and the dogs start to go crazy. I, it drives me nuts. Drives me nuts. You know, I think, well, I think the important thing is that um, I think with, to the delight of many men in my position, um, it forced everyone to learn to work remotely. Yeah. So at least everyone has the skills and the tools and the knowledge to do that when necessary. And I think, uh, I think that makes us better as a firm and generally as a culture. I mean, as as a culture of professionals, um, having that flexibility to be able to work from anywhere um, and not, you know, as much as we would like to be in the office, not being necessarily tied to the office and still being able to find ways to be productive. I think that's important. Yeah. And, and so, uh, so you guys are still, are you guys doing rotations now for people in the office? How How's that working for you guys? Yeah. So we're, uh, we're basically limiting our occupancy no more than 50% in the building. Uh, okay. We're shooting for more like a third, uh, but as long as we're falling in that third to a half, we're, we're pretty happy with that. Uh, okay. So it's, uh, I have a person on my team who checks in with all the attorneys and says, you know, who needs to come in on what days next week, what critical support staff do you need on, on certain days? And then we just kind of backfill from there. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, all the legal assistants are on a rotation. All the paralegals are on a rotation. Uh, associates come in when there's a project they need to do on site. Partners come in when they've got something they need on site. Um, yeah. So we've been I, I, that's another thing. I'll be glad to not have to deal with that again. Um, Who it, it, it does take up a significant amount of time just just figuring out what everybody's needs are going to be from week to week. Wait a minute. So what you're saying is you're back in the retail industry again doing schedules. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, <laughs> <laughs> you never thought you had to do rotation schedules or shift schedules for for you know your your businesses again isn't that I kind of funny about it that way yeah 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 i mean well you had the experience right so it just kind of parlayed itself fortunately for you it came natural well you know what guys we're we're, we're going to be out of time in a few minutes and and, I, and one thing i thought about is uh we really haven't dug too deep into the firm so, um, Brian, I think you're the right person for this. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the firm, what you guys practice, uh, your offices and locations and such. Yeah, well, and yeah, don't so forget to mention, don't forget to mention the great big award just recently. <laughs> yep. So we're, uh, you know, we, we are, uh, of course, a best law firm, uh, both in greater Cincinnati and in Kentucky. Yeah. Uh, so we're very proud of that. And, and, and our managing partner and our whole management team works very hard and, uh, you know, those are, those are employee surveys. So, so we're very proud about that. Let me interrupt that culture we've talked about is what got that. 
And, and, and that culture parlays itself into great customer service and client service. Absolutely. I just had to add that. <laughs> well, thanks, Jim. Uh, so as far as, you know, as far as the law firm, you know, with over 65 years in business and we have close to 50 attorneys now, uh, really, we can handle any legal engagement that comes up. But our specialties probably include banking, real estate, healthcare, and kind of all types of litigation. Um, we're especially proud of the wide range of communi- community organizations that you know our attorneys and our staff are really dedicated to. It's an impressive list of of uh, involvement that that we have. Yeah, it is so actually my shameless plug. <laughs> You know what? Check check the website dbllaw.com, um, and and that is two L's by the way dbllaw.com, um, and and just on the news and the events, uh, there's there's more about those 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 community affiliations and engagements going on than there is about just about anything else, right? That speaks volumes. That's I, I hate to say it. That's why that culture exists the way it exists. Dave, we've worked so hard to try to facilitate culture in our company. Mm-hmm. These guys just—they just got it natural. It just comes, seems like it comes natural. It's by hiring the right people. It comes right from the top. So, well, guys, yeah. oh, I think it's we're, very top down. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're right at the. Uh, we're right about at the top of the hour. I want to thank you both. This has been really good. Really great information. Uh, Brian, is there if somebody's looking to get a hold of somebody at the firm, uh, you know? Is there a person you'd say, hey, call the number and ask for this as the point person um, that could kind of push you into the right direction of whatever the need is? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, just call uh, our, our main number. Uh, you know, it's uh, 859-341-1881. Uh, Vicki's our receptionist. She'll be happy to, if she doesn't know how to direct the call, she'll she'll point it my way and I'll I'll figure it out. So. And you know what? Um, and I, and I, you can call that number and that'll, she can even connect you to our, we have an office in Cincinnati and we have an office in, in Louisville, Kentucky also. Um, yeah. She can coordinate anything from the, for those offices too. And for right now, your location is for? We're, our main office right now is in Crestview Hills, Kentucky. Crestview Hills. I get it. They're so close, right? And yeah. then you're going to be in Covington in Northern Kentucky. Whereabouts in Covington? Just real quick. Uh, it's down on 4th Street. Uh, it's right right in the middle of things. So, uh, uh, you know, Molly Malone's is across the street. We got legacy financial next door. Uh, there's a number of restaurants that are right in that area. Kenton County buildings right there. So yeah. we also have right offices in, in, in Louisville and Cincinnati. I don't know. Brian yeah. mentioned yeah. that. Yeah. 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 All right. Well guys, thanks a lot. Great show, Brian. Hopefully some people reach out to you. We appreciate your time guys. This is your time's valuable. And uh, the information you imparted in No Law From Left Behind is, is is fantastic. So, again, guys, if you're not a member of No Law From Left Behind, go find the LinkedIn group or grab this wonderful QR code. And uh, you can get this on replay. You can get this on the podcast and so on and so forth, plus all the other great interviews and technology we talked about. Guys, thanks a lot. Thanks, thanks guys. For having thanks, us. thanks, Dave. Sit tight and in the show, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll powwow after. So thanks a lot, guys. Our pleasure.